informative, thought-provoking, factually correct. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to This Podcast is None of Those Things, starring Brian and Elliot. Coming to you from the Dirty Dina studio in Pasadena, Texas, here we go. Welcome back, everybody, to This Podcast is None of Those Things. And we are doing another Over the Fence episode with my neighbor Carol today. Hi, guys. Hello. Hey. So, welcome back, Carol. Glad you uh, Thank you for having me have been back. sticking with us. Um, for those of you who don't know, Carol is an author. She is my neighbor, and she is the number one supporter of the podcast. She's listened to every episode, even the ones about sports that... She uses as sleep aids. On this one, we, we had a subject we, we wanted to talk about, and it is sex in fiction. We're getting right into it. There's a lot of different ways that sex goes in fiction. It can go very explicit. It can go very not explicit. Yeah, some people's lies, sex can be fiction altogether. Hey, hey, I, feel, <laughs> I take that as a personal shot. <laughs> they can't see my praise in my hand. <laughs> Strictly imaginary. So, Carol, what what I've read of yours, the there's only been one sex scene in the chapters. And it wasn't even a sex scene. Right. It really. was totally yeah. a, they're going to start kissing, they're going to think a little bit, and then fade to black. Fade to black. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. And we see them the next morning. I support this. <laughs> I like the Scarlett O'Hara scene the next morning with her and Fred. You do. Right. I mean, she was all singing and... <laughs> she was all happy and everything. <laughs> yeah. I just got laid. You, know, <laughs> you, see, you see this in sitcoms a lot where like they'll be coming home from a date and they'll go in and you see the apartment door close. Yes. And then the next scene is the guy bebopping out that apartment door the next day. Or, hey, take this back, even all the way to the 60s. I remember it, and how many times have you seen Captain Kirk mm-hmm. putting his shoes back on? Right. How many times have you seen that? Yes. Look at this. Seriously. Carol yeah. dropping the Star Trek knowledge. Yeah. Elliot, our resident Trekkie. Yeah, that's true. It's that is, true, isn't that it? That is true. That is, that is no, so true. It's so subtle, but they want you to know he's been intimate with this woman or something. Or well, I see when, when it starts the next generation, when you see Deanna Troy come open the door or answer the door, and she's wearing a, a nightgown, right? Yeah. And like, and she just and she's all of a sudden she's more like engaging than she was as her character when she's on duty. She's not dressed up just to have coffee. No. She's into something more comfortable. Exactly. Old classic, something more comfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, even then, and you know, and even like we were talking about the Scarlett O'Hara scene, mm-hmm. where he ran, goes up the stairs, carrying her up the stairs, and the next morning she's all like stretching in the bed and singing, and <laughs> you know, it's so subtle, but yet even back then, mm-hmm. you know. I like the comedy version of it where, like, you see the scene start and then it does, it cuts to, like, later and they're both laying in bed with a sheet pulled up. With a cigarette, usually. With, mm-hmm. Or with, like, this, like, oh my god, what did I just do look on their face. Uh-huh. Those are always funny ones. Right. <laughs> and, and the thing is, that, and, and the thing is, is that, and I know they did this for censor purposes, but, like, like, okay, let me get this straight. 
all of a sudden, like the the especially for for the lady, right? You just had sex with this guy, right? Mm-hmm. And so why is it that so he's already seen all of you already? Why is it that you're laying right next to him? And you also want to keep the the blanket That's over you. He has question. already seen like said like most women. And I said like I've, I've had a whole lot of sex in my life, but I do have two kids. <laughs> uh, like, at least twice. <laughs> at least twice. <laughs> exactly. I got it right a couple times. Poor Ellie, these two for two. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But he's right. That's a but good listen, point. Like, you know, name a woman that like after she's already been in it with a guy, also wants to be covering up. After the intimacy. It's and yeah, in real life. I mean, you think about that in the movies. They do. They'll take the whole blanket off the bed just to walk across the room. Meanwhile, right. the poor guy's <laughs> laying there freezing his ass off. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, you know, you're just we're so intimate and now you're... Right. And then for the guy, like, if he does get out of bed, he always slides his hips underneath the blanket yeah. and they move the camera behind his back so you never see anything from like from the not, not even side profile like so like okay so why are you being approved now she's already seen you too exactly. I'm like also like where was us where was where was this righteousness exactly. <laughs> like or worse yet it'll show the guy and he's slipping out of the bed you're getting all and he has the underwear on still. <laughs> he put it back on oh so yeah there's some definite like, like undersheet gymnastics back. going right. on and like people are hopping out of bed <laughs> after having sex fully dressed and it's like whoa what what's going on here yeah, I don't think you guys finished what hey, you started. But in fiction, how do you feel about it when you're reading a book? How much do you want to see or hear, read? How much, you know, how much do you really want to read? Well, I think it all depends on the. For me, it, I think it all depends on the mood mm-hmm. that I'm in going into it. Like, um, if I'm have like today with a few glasses of wine in, <laughs> like, and I'm like really taking my time on a Sunday afternoon. I mean, I'm like, be ready to read Fifty Shades tonight. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's the time to read, <laughs> right? You know, but if I'm if I'm immediately after work, I'm like, okay, can we just like skip right through? <laughs> like, okay, so she's she's kissing him, he's kind of kissing her, and you, she wraps her arm around his back, and he does the same thing around hers, and the lights go. It's like, okay, we get the point. But let's like say, but give me a couple glasses down. That's the thing. Let's get into this. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'll sign. I'll, let's like let's get it on. <laughs> well, and he and I talk about this a lot. He he laughs his head off at it. But one of the things, it's like I had one time was going to write for, and and I have nothing against it because I read it too. Mm-hmm. But I was had you know had an invitation to write for one of the and they're not in business anymore. But one of the a kind of a major erotic fiction. Mm-hmm. Well, there's different. There is erotic fiction. There's erotica. Mm-hmm. There's you know there's different levels of it. Well, mm-hmm. I they you know they sent the guidelines, and it was it was so formula. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay, for if for novella, which would be like maybe under two hundred pages. They had to have actual sex by the first chapter for a short story. Mm-hmm. For a novel, they had to have it by the third chapter. So nobody's taking anybody to dinner first. It's very formulated. Mm-hmm. It was very hard to write that way, you know. Well, not in a short novella. They don't go to dinner, apparently. You know? <laughs> and I, and, and it's I, hard. I, and I, it's so unrealistic to me. I, that's a, that is a... <laughs> first, first chapter... 
They sit down at the restaurant. Well, they're already in bed. Let's get to things. You I'll have the steak. First thing they have the already. <laughs> you know, though, given that way. They <laughs> ate. They went home. <laughs> and then they ate again. They <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. I am not knocking it. I'm not because, I mean, it's who, you know, it's just, you can't knock it. It's out there and it's popular. It's just so formula, you know, and that's the part. It's, oh, that look on Elliot's face. (laughs) You know what, though? I have things to say. But that that being said, though, now that that we uh, have coming out of the... Post lockdown, post quarantine, post post post, fill in all the blanks. Interactions between women, women, men, and women have been affected dramatically. Because, and because how, how as a as a fiction author in that situation, like they by the first chapter, the first chapter, they're supposed to be getting it on right. How do you factor in the whole COVID situation and now? Because that's now a, you said that that's a good question. <laughs> because okay, so hey, I mean, said, nothing's hotter than saying, and then she took off her mask. Or she, or flannel nightgown because that's what she has to wear anymore. I don't know. He approached her as she was sitting at the bar, and as at least as he approached, as 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 he as at least as he approached, she reaches down into her purse and pulls out the forehead thermometer, (laughs) (laughs) and she gets gets within new CDC guidelines said that she can be three feet away, all four players from six feet away, (laughs) like. (laughs) Now, I'll be like, uh, the, 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 t- the title should be three foot of, inti- of, of intimacy. How our love relationship began. <laughs> like, you know, like. You like, know the match uh, uh, com people uh, like, having a field day. I'm telling you. Really? Like, can you imagine, though? Just, you imagine it would be like, um, another good title would be, uh, I met him and caught the fever. Puts a whole new re- whole new meaning behind that song. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the <FEMA>. FEMA. <laughs> like, I'm just thinking the words of this. Like I said, like she said, like every time, like after I was after I met him, I started feeling hot. Like maybe that might not be a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you? Did you, did you just pause? <laughs> I'm sorry, oh, we can't do this. <laughs> yeah, it does. Oh, <laughs> uh, girl, I want to take you home, but your temperature's 101. <laughs> I said, like, I like, you're too hot you for me. You gotta get that rapid swab, girl. <laughs> you're too hot for me. <laughs> like, talk about, talk, talk about that, 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 talk about that, 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 that high five song, just can't handle it. <laughs> there's gonna be a new song. There's gonna be a new, ro- new new romantic ballad. Baby got a vaccine card. <laughs> exactly. Like call it COVID nineteen. <laughs> it was a dangerous thing. Oh we were God. caught in between. Oh and y'all gonna be shocked for me to say this, but. You know, condoms aren't even a part of it. Like, you can be dead without touching the wood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
like there was always all those rap songs about how a woman got with a man and burned a man because he got an STD. Nah, he, 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 he yeah. got with a like she was he was. We got a whole new thing. I was like, I, was, I, was, I got too close. I was five foot away, and that was when she ruined my day. I said, that I thought that this hotness would be nice, but I got the triple yeah, like, no digits. I got the triple digits. It's getting hot in here. It's like, it's getting hot in here. Triple digits. Because I got the thermometer. That ain't nice. It has been a change. But however, you'll be happy to know that, I mean, one of the new uh, subgenres now is COVID and romancing. I'm I mean, not kidding. It's like, oh, no. So they're, they're so overcome by desire that they're willing to risk the, the virus. <laughs> okay, well, I'll, I'll tell you this much. Because there was, a real talk, there was a movie that came up with a novel called Love in the Time of Cholera. Okay? Oh, I remember and, that and, movie. And, uh, and so... About a year ago, they came out with uh, on um, full form, love in the time of COVID. Oh dear! I mean, it's it's actually it's an yeah. interesting premise for like a documentary because dating has changed. It has. It was already moving towards Especially the internet direction. Dating and mm-hmm. such. Yeah. I mean, where do you go from there? Dating was already moving to your laptop and your phone mm-hmm. before the Rona, mm-hmm. and now. It's just a, it'd be a million times easier. But here's the thing: that's the whole gonna... the whole kind of meet cute idea, yeah. <laughs> which is something that I have held on to because I apparently I've watched a few too many romantic comedies, and so I'm not willing to put any work into finding somebody. Ooh. I'm just like, oh well, if it's meant to be, I'll just run into somebody, and we'll know. See what's yeah, happen- no, apparently it didn't work. You're supposed to put in work or some shit. But here's, here's, here's the thing, though. What's going to happen is is that these phone companies are going to learn how to like put a fill a phone with a, with a thermometer inside of it, like <laughs> gonna like, you know, like because we're talking about the forehead scanner, right? <laughs> All you got to do is to like get an app. Then you check and see. That is you got, so probably possible. I mean, because 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 I got one. watches do EKGs. I mean, this kind of does one already. Right. Like it's just my this. My my That's my Fitbit right. does a uh, um, oxygen as an oximeter mm-hmm. and all that. Yeah, and I'll just, it, 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 it tests my heart rate and all yeah. that. So why why not? Why doesn't it do temperature? Mm-hmm. But it's put a whole spin on you know because you're figuring well, like the love in the time of cholera. Mm-hmm. It's like it fit romance into something that was going on at that time. Mm-hmm. And well, how are you going to get around this? You know, because it's a big part of history now. Mm-hmm. Almost two years now. Is it two? Well, one year for sure going mm-hmm. on two. Mm-hmm. And you're, that's two two years here almost of history that, you you know, you're going to have to leave out of history of writing and if you want it, don't want to include it. Right. Because I tell you, it, cause I tell you it, it, it put the paranoia. How did you How did you meet somebody? Um, now that the, the paranoia was about it was the concern was always you meet somebody and whether or not they had STD. They took them home and they went beyond that. Or, or, hell forbid, you know, something, some other, some altercation occurs because mm-hmm. you don't know anybody until you really know somebody, right? And now you don't have to really know somebody for the damage to get done. At least last year you didn't because the vaccine wasn't around, right? Yeah. So, I, and yet you still saw these dating sites cranking out the factors like match.com or whatever. Like, you know, Oh, do a Zoom call. Meet people somebody, are swiping have like crazy on Tinder. I mean, I'm like, I, like that one. It's like, what a heartbreaking moment. They, they look like they, they they look attractive to you. You find them attractive. They seem like they're they're, they're not crazy. At least this is their description. And then you can't meet them because 
they well, got that. But here's they got the that thing. Rona. Yeah. The Rona. I mean, well, you might get that theoretically. Rona. You're only down for two weeks with the Rona. Uh huh. So I mean, if you can't wait two weeks, then it wasn't meant to be. Right. That's true. Yeah, but then you have to think about everybody that that person knows that they oh, might yeah, have know. been exposed to while you know them. Oh, and yeah. It, it just put a what? whole different dynamic on. On, well, I mean, it, even glaring it over into fiction, it just it just does. Right, it does. Because on top of that, in, in the in the event that like you wait your two weeks, it's like neither one of y'all knew that you had it, right? Well, you didn't know the guy had it, right? Right, and he didn't know because he was actually a one of those carrier types where he was never going to get sick by it anyway. Right, it was just on his person. He didn't know. You go go out on a date with him. Everything seems fine and cool and dandy, and then like twenty four hours later after the date, you start coughing for no reason. And you've met with your mom and your dad and your and, and other friends. And Don't take much. And then life gets completely changed from that one meeting. Mm-hmm. Well, no, one thing I'll tell you is that um, another reason I had trouble with the genre I was writing, and I don't see it as much in just regular romance, but this one genre, it was a big thing to have what they were calling, they were loosely calling it flawed characters, which flawed would mean you have all kind of issues. Their issue of flawed meant they were they had they had to have some kind of illness, they had to be crippled, they had to be missing limbs, they had to be crazy or and now it's like I'm feeling like in that genre in particular that's gonna carry over to them. That's gonna be the new thing to write about and to exploit is is it is the, it the virus in you know the relationship and that somebody's gonna? In fact, I even had somebody I know that is even was going to write COVID into her next book, mm-hmm. and I said, "How dated is that going to be later on someday?" You know, you've got this COVID in there, which somehow the Spanish I mean, flu that I was just saying. I mean, I, I I mean, I see all these Spanish flu novels. Well, but you really don't. That I, you know that one no, there hundred years ago. I mean, there, there was there, but now, 100 years later, like, we didn't even know that there was Spanish flu until the media started referencing the Spanish flu. Like, Exa- oh, yeah. so that was a thing. Maybe we you knew did, it, but, but we were vaguely of aware of it. Yeah. Well, we were just vaguely, we weren't into it, weren't thinking much about it. Mm-hmm. It was just part of our history. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's just, but I had known different authors that that's their plan. They're going to write into their stories now. Mm-hmm. And it's perfect for a genre that, that really, really thrives on hurting their well i even told you you know i knew somebody that had uh really liked to hurt their characters <laughs> i don't know how any way to say it and it's like you know and i thought well this is this is falling right into that i don't know but we're, we're getting off from it sex makes, and fiction aren't we well yeah but i i there's also the thing you could you could say that it makes the characters sympathetic and identifiable if they're not like you're, you're Alessandro. I can't identify with him, but if he's got a bum knee, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Then I'm like, oh yeah, I could be that guy. Mm-hmm. You know, I I, mm-hmm. I can understand it as a way of connecting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because it's it, it's just sex like, in in fiction. Yeah, we got off from that, didn't we? We we we, we didn't, but we did at Kinda the same did, time. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're, we're right down we went we we moved from sex in fiction to sex in real life. But the of that there is the formula that you put out that you were telling me about that they, they were telling you, you know the other thing about that is just the the wording. Oh yes, the yes. wording is interesting. I could not do it. Like it's very 
metaphorical. I think and here's the point. Like, here's... body parts become other objects. Well, here's the thing, though. You know, and a friend and I, we were we were talking about you know having stuff we wrote in the past. And what I started, like I guess a lot of authors did, was like fanfic. You know, mm-hmm. you had some kind of. Well, I think my very first fanfic, and here I was this big champion of, I don't like those words in in fiction and romance. However, I had what I dug out. Elliot. What? For the love of Pete, stop what? rattling the bag. <laughs> He's drunk. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But no, for instance, I you know. We were sharing stuff that we'd written in the past, and I pulled out one of my very first things I ever wrote, which, well, surprise, surprise, it was kind of like fictional fantasy about Rudolph Valentino. And I was so shocked at the language. I was doing it. I mean, I was using and I was laughing, and yet, in a way, I thought it was very, you know, it... it were, were there tunnels and locomotives involved in such? Quite. Sex no, scene it, becomes an Amtrak ride along the Atella no, line. It, but it was kind of something that I wouldn't. I don't think I do now. Mm-hmm. But I would. I do it then. Mm-hmm. You know. But then, you know. So I don't know. I, it, I've done it. Yeah, it like he, it he like, put his branch into her wood chipper. It went poorly from there. <laughs> well, that <laughs> would be a bad metaphor. That's not even funny. He ended her bonfire <laughs> and the flames spread. Um, the uh, but, fiery inferno of her region. What yeah. was some of this stuff? But I will say this. I, I wonder how you approached it because like, because um, I had attempted to write Erotic poetry. In fact, it was you know, this young lady that was interested in Rising Pit. And um, she, like, she had asked if, like, I did write. And I was like, no, hadn't. And I could, like, in my back of my mind, like, how am I going to write about something that I knew nothing about? <laughs> like, and so, point. and so it was like, I, so it was like, all right, but I didn't, but I liked her. So it was like, trying to, like, how do I? I can, there again, Elliot Howard can enters in his imagination to figure out what this, and it was like, God dog it, this is difficult. I don't want to, like, you know, and, and so how, I mean, and the poet, it's, it's easier to write from a first person and not include everybody. You're, you being able to, as a, as a fiction author, being able to, like, again, paint the room, paint the entire painting of a scene. How? So wait, you're not including everybody in the in the poetry version? No, I'm just I'm just thinking what he said because I've got to remember to do this afterward to send this to you. Somebody shared with me a poem, and it was so not saying anything really, but it was so beautiful and erotic, and yet it was not mentioning any body parts. It was just somehow this poet. I'm going to send that to you. Well, Carol like you opened a see. second bottle of wine for it. Yes. No, it, it was the most beautiful thing I'd ever read. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, where, how, how did such imagery, and it wasn't listing body parts, and I was mm-hmm. like, it can be done. Mm-hmm. And that's what I try to do. I try to think, okay, me and Alessandro, <laughs> you know, or, or, or what is it that would be, I mean, because I'm not thinking when I'm thinking of something like that. I'm not thinking of getting it on. I'm really honestly not. I'm thinking of something about the chemistry between the two people, not 
dynamics or, you know, and, and I don't know, you that can be very, very sensual. And there's a difference between that and just, you know, yeah. it can be. And I try to, I'd like to, I like to aim for that where there's something implied and yet you can do it with words without having to, just their emotions, something in it. It's, it's not easy. In fact, Nathaniel Hawthorne said, easy reading is damn hard writing. Mm-hmm. And it is. It is. <laughs> to make it readable, it's hard. Now, he's the one who wrote The Scarlet Letter, right? I think so, yeah. Which is a great little move into another subject. Cheating. Cheating <laughs> in fiction. You were talking about that. See what I did there? Yes. That was pretty yeah. good, wasn't it? It is weird. How many movies do you know? And we were talking about Gone with the Wind. Mm-hmm. Okay, and you made a good point because, okay, in one of the biggest scenes in that movie that makes me so angry is Scarlett O'Hara is with, I can't stand Ashley Wilkes, but she's with Ashley Wilkes. He, they're in the store. He puts his arm around her. Mm-hmm. These, these gossipy women, his relatives come in and Guess what? So they have the party the same night. Mm-hmm. Here they are. They're singing for he's a jolly good fellow for Ashley because mm-hmm. it's his birthday. And then Rhett Butler makes Scarlet because she was in his arms. He makes her go to the party with a big red dress on mm-hmm. to show what a slut she is. Mm-hmm. And everybody gets quiet with Scarlet. And, well, how is that possible? He was the one that had his arms around her. Uh-huh. And he's the good guy in the freaking story. Wait, somebody read into somebody um, named Scarlet wearing a red dress? Like, I would think that would be her default move. Like, but her no, brand. her husband made her wear it. You know, because right. she, she had Ashley put his arms around her. That, talk about your major back even then. But that was pretty pretty common back then. The double standard. But The now, double standard is real. It is. However, but you know, how how... How can it be the one thing, and this is in romance, it's the one thing you cannot put in your book. It's taboo. It's like, we don't have a main character that ever cheated, ever would cheat. And see, my character, that's one thing I have told you do know, is that my the main character, he has cheated in the past oh. with a married woman. Mm-hmm. And if they don't like it, that's too bad. Well, but like you said, he happened. wasn't the one cheating, though. No, he wasn't married, you know, but she was. And, but the thing is, it's taboo now. And I was telling him, I was in a, I think it was a Yahoo group one time, and we were talking about that, a writer's group. And I mean, somebody even had gone offline to tell us off because we didn't see it was wrong to have it in fiction because it happens. Mm-hmm. I, see, I don't understand why that wouldn't be. That's the um, because, thing. Because the fact is, is that the reality is, now, because of the advent of um, phones and cameras being everywhere, social media, so that the private lives that we used to not see sixty years ago, we do. Well, like, and, and 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 the reality is, we got to own that fact that the guy that you know, because we all probably all have those stories where we um we hang around older people and we hear the stories of, like they thought they heard something about so-and-so doing something with somebody, but there was nothing really to verify that that's the case. Now, the you know, we have 10 years of the camera phone. Now, it's like mm-hmm. people now are trained with being able to get us, what about before you walk in, you think you're hearing somebody in your room, you know that you're supposed to be here, your wife's supposed to be in here, but the voice in the room is not yours. <laughs> and, I said, like, and you can turn on that light and say, who's this? And then it's like, boom. Well, 
What's see, interesting? That's the thing. It, it is real. And yet it's the one thing, and, and I don't know, just, just mainstream fiction, it's okay. It, you know, but in romance fiction, for some reason, it's like, it's just, no, don't go there. You can't redeem the man if he's already cheated. He cannot be redeemed. He can, do, he can murder somebody, but he can't cheat. Is it a matter it's of like, trying to well, sell the fantasy within romance? Well, there's well, you know, you, you've heard the one, the H E A, the happy ending, the happy ever after, mm-hmm. yeah. and that's that ruins that. He mm-hmm. can't be redeemed apparently if he's ever cheated, for, but he can do so many other things. He can accidentally kill someone. He can, he can do anything, but just don't cheat. And I thought, why is that? Something you can't make into, and this is like I can't emphasize enough. It's romantic fiction, you know that that is just I mean, there's, there's it, just not allowed practically. TV shows, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like literally, there's a TV show called The Affair. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Like all about an, an adulterous relationship and the fall, the fallout. Well, like mm-hmm. I put in a blog one time. What about Don Draper on Mad Men? Mm-hmm. He's a Tomcat married, and his wife knows she, che- he, you know, and it's so obvious, and that's the whole theme of the story, practically. Well, I mean, One of the back themes is there's he's some a shows. cheater, but he's the hero of the story. Right. But how can, how come in that kind of fiction, like mainstream, it's okay? Mm-hmm. It's just, and I'm not saying I'm not advocating it, because no, of course it's not good, but it is a part of real life. Mm-hmm. And sometimes to me, in mainstream especially, it's like it kind of, gives the, some of the drama of the story is the redemption of yourself when you've done something like that. And why can't you do... It's just a no-no in romance fiction for I think some you reason. should buck the trend. See, see but here's, here's, here's the thing, They though. won't print you if you do. See, but, here's, <laughs> you here's, but, but, but to support that, though, in the, the show on ABC called How to Get Away with Murder, Viola Davis's character was actively having an affair on her husband. She was cheating. Right? See? She was, she was, and a student walked in on her with another guy that was not her husband. The student knew her husband and all that stuff like that, right? And the way that Viola Davis's character was portrayed, you know, at least early on in the in the thing, was, you know, uh, not what Dom Draper was. Dom Draper was, you know, gay, engaging, was a popular guy, like, you know, not a dark character, Right. right? Her, on the other hand, not the case. And now, and you can see the curiosity, like, was was the storyline? Was, was that the reason why? Because it's somehow how to get away with murder or, and all that stuff? And all, possibly. But on the other side of the coin, though, like, you still got that whole notion that she was difficult to get along with. Her colleagues really weren't fans of hers. And so she was that type of individual. So that type of woman would... See, that, that's easy. the thing, yeah. It's okay for her to do it. She's not the main... She's not... She probably is in this, she's, though. Yeah, she, she, was, she was the main character, mm-hmm. but she was... Uh, she's like uh, an anti-hero. Evil, anti-hero. Yeah. Evil character, whereas Dom was not. You know, he was... Everybody loves Dom. Yeah, and he's mm-hmm. the main character of the whole story, you know, and it's... His wife knows he does it, mm-hmm. and... And in so much of main, one of my favorite movies, The Bridges of the of Madison County, mm-hmm. that's what that is, you mm-hmm. know. And it, it's she decides to stay with her husband. She's messing around with Clint Eastwood, mm-hmm. and it's like it's so acceptable. And I just, you know, but I just don't understand. If, if for some reason, romance fiction, they just say it's really a hot button mm-hmm. and don't go there. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but it's so real, and sometimes. 
I'd rather have a character cheating than to have him banged ridiculously so for no reason, just for drama, you know. Mm-hmm. I find that whole, like, the, the whole thing you're saying about the flawed character to be interesting. Like, I'm, I'm not terribly familiar with the genre. Um, I'm not what you'd call a romance consumer. Really? You're not into Fabio? He's passing. Dude, Fabio's the man. I'll give that guy credit. He made a career out of having long hair and spending time in the weight room. Ripping off a shirt. Right. I mean, really, he's a, he's a wrestler without the wrestling. <laughs> yeah. he, he's a cover novel Lex Luger. Yeah. And made, I can no tell how much money he must have made. Oh, no. The dude's filthy rich. He's Especially, another one you can't buy a stock image and just put him on your cover on your and, own, you know. Right, and then, exactly. I, mean, the, uh-huh. I can't believe it's not butter commercials yeah, on top of it. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, you know, there's a guy who made some money. That shouldn't be a pet peeve with me. It's just I just remember I how a, violently some people would be toward it in a romance, or in I keep emphasizing that in mainstream, that's just all there is, practically. But in a in a romance story, it's such a real thing, you know. So for a couple to get past. But they, it's just, it's a hot button. That's the way right. they keep using. Well, and I guess realism isn't really the goal, I guess. And what about, for instance, you know, the, the biggest cheater in the history of the world, David? Mm-hmm. You know, he even had this man murdered to get his wife, and he is the man after God's own heart. Oh, know? oh, King David. King yeah, David. Man, you know what, though? <laughs> I know what, they, you know what here's, here's the thing. I would love that story to be put on, like, regular television and let somebody that's not religious actually tell the story. Because the fact is, yeah. I'm like, because, look, the reality is, this, on the face value, you're a grown man, you step out of your balcony, and you see a woman bathing in the moonlight. Yeah. Right, and you just thought I gotta have her, and you're watching her. Right, there's a lot in that right there. Like you're already, and 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 you, in the way that they did was always portrayed in the Bible. In fact, like they threw a woman into his bed to confirm that he was dead. That's how much of a womanizer that he was. <laughs> <laughs> like, He's not joking. He's I'm like, right. didn't know about that. <laughs> he was real cold, remember, too? Oh, and we he put, when he got really cold as he got old, they put a woman in with him to get him <laughs> <laughs> Blankets wouldn't do it. No, no, like, I mean, I, was just like, no, I <laughs> feel like there may have been some false pretenses there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, this is... Gandhi back in the day used to conduct experiments <laughs> by lying naked in bed with women <laughs> to, to show his purity. I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure you are there, Ma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, that he's got a good point, though. I mean, because it's like people that are doing it. And, and you know what? Even in the Bible, it's not, he's not being portrayed like that was a good thing. It's mm-hmm. like he, they just didn't write those kind of words. I would like to see that myself. I've never seen a really good film, and he's my favorite character mm. of all time. I'm surprised David. with the telenovelas that you that you're into that they haven't covered they that haven't. part of the Bible yet. We had one, The Ten Commandments, a Brazilian telenovela. Mm. Excellent, very sexy. Even Moses was sexy. Mm. I mean, it was like, but it was very realistic because they based it on the Torah and mm. you know Jewish writings mm. instead of just the Bible. Mm-hmm. Beautiful story. See, and what I want to do, and I told my wife this, that I wanted to grab a hold of... Wait, wait, wait. Maybe you don't need to tell us this. No, it's a good one. It was that, because the oldest Bible 
is the Ethiopian Orthodox. It's, and it's actually bigger, longer wow. than what we came to know with the King James and all that, right? So there's more books in there. I'm like thinking, hmm. man, I want to grab a hold of that because I want to know how you all tell that story. <laughs> like, you know, and yes, I know things get lots of translation, but there's some there comes there's something with that comes with being the first. <laughs> that means you got more of whatever that the rest that nobody else got. So I want to know, right? I wouldn't mind either. Yeah, you know, because I, I want to know that. I want to like the fact that like you got had Lot and his daughters after the the, oh, the, the, the yeah. and and them and them having a hillbilly relationship. Sorry, hillbilly, but you know what I'm telling the truth. Deliverance. No, <laughs> protected the girls went into their father. Yes, exactly. yeah. and, and and I'm like, and I remember when I read that, I'm like thinking, did that? I had to read that several times. They did what with their daddy? Mm-hmm. Like, what you? I mean, I know your I know your wife got turned into a pillar of salt, but I can't believe that you see your daughters. It's like I gotta have that. <laughs> well, actually, he was asleep. The girls did. The girls did this on their own. They uncovered uncovered their father. Yeah, but how did him? How do you manage the things that, but that being said, though. Didn't the brothers getting drunk, somebody get him drunk, or? I have no idea. I forget. I, I haven't read Of course, there's two women in the veils and everything back in the day. Mm-hmm. You know. But, but my thing is, though, but here's the thing, though. Like, I, I mean, I, I, obviously, with the, that, that, what, they, what they did, and normally they have kids by a lot, that involved a lot of jostling around. How did you get, how did you manage to stay asleep with an adult human on top of you? Can you get that wine? You'll find out. No, I won't. Exactly. Like, baby, I'm coming home. See, like, that's a good point, though, because even even the Bible. I mean, and people do not realize mm-hmm. it is loaded with. I feel like the Bible's full of sex, drugs, and rock and roll. I mean, it's, 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 it's like even, even the most erotic thing that I read in the Bible wasn't in the Song of Solomon. It was in Proverbs. And I, I read it to my wife, and I said, it "said Enjoy the wife of your of your youth. Let her breasts please thee." See, and I was like, and I, for the longest time, I thought that that was like Song of Solomon because that's an erotic book. But the most erotic verse was that one, and that was Proverbs, and that's supposed to be the advice column on how to live your life. Wait, mm-hmm. if that's the most erotic, then they're not really bringing the heat. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like maybe you well, and then they said, oversold that particular passage. Well, here's a here's a here's a look. When you grow up Pentecostal and they have a problem with women like you put makeup on, the pastor never covered that. And they didn't want you reading it. No, that's not. They didn't want you reading. It's like you know that's what we think about women that way. Like, like you're a little boy. Like you're like just focus on the Ten Commandments. <laughs> And the Beatitudes, read them and go home. Get you you a little speaking in tongues, get that in there. Right, exactly. And ladies, make sure that you're wearing ankle-length dresses, can't wear pants, make sure that you not not wear makeup or whatever. And and, and in some cases, you're going to love this one. Make sure to try your husband's food before he eats it to make sure that it's it's good or something like that. Yep. Didn't she cook the food? Nah, She's not. She's gonna know if it's not poisoned. Always. Nah, not, not always because if they went out to eat, like, I literally knew this guy, like, and it, it was his, it, and his. People literally do this. I feel like this is something like, that I we could need to I unpack. Believe, like, he needs Serious? To, like no, seriously, I'm not making this up. Hold on, Elliot. I think this is something we need to unpack. I, 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 but we need to do this. Everybody, thanks for listening to this episode of this podcast. There's none of those things. Thank you, Carol, for joining us once again. Thank y'all. Make sure you listen to us at anchor.fm. 
Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Like us on Facebook. Follow that page. Follow us on Twitter, please. For the love of God, somebody. And <laughs> we'll be back very soon with another Over the Fence episode. So, once again, thank you. And we'll see you next time.